and gentlemen, welcome back to the Eagle Eye Podcast. It is episode 98, and boy, are we in a good mood. America has just beaten all the odds and have claimed their spot into the semifinal alongside Monarcas Morelia. We got plenty and plenty to talk about. We'll talk about that horrendous Thanksgiving match against uh, Tigres in the Estadio Azteca. We'll talk about the comeback and what it meant for America and what it showed America could do. And then, of course, we'll talk and we'll preview everything that's coming up against Monarca Morelia in the Clásico Periférico against uh, the... I know, I know, Christian. You can shake your head all you want, but it's been called that way before a Clásico between America and Tigres was called. There is no Clásico with Tigres, first of all. I don't know where you're getting that from. I'm just saying, that's what the media is saying. That's what the media is saying. But we'll have everything in regards to that game. We'll preview it down to the down to the T, and uh, we'll get you guys ready for all of that excitement and good stuff. But without further ado, as you guys already know, one of my co-hosts for tonight is going to be Mr. Christian Rosendo, all the way live from New York. Christian, how are we? I am doing swell, much better than I was Thursday night. Um, <coughs> Happy for the win, but... This is only the beginning, so I hope we continue this good alrighty, run of form. Alrighty, and as you guys can hear on the go is none other than our very own cowboy. It's Dylan Jimenez. Dylan, how's how's the weather? How's life down in Dallas? Da- in uh, not Dallas, excuse me, in Texas. <laughs> it's Sweetwater. He's nice. Oh, well, 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 first off, what, what's up, Queens? Hey, Christian. Hope you are doing great. Um, Thank I'm stressed doing? out. I'm very stressed out because of college right now. Is that get ready to? for finals and everything and all, all the homework in between. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to talk about this, you know. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to put the stress away for a little bit. And I'm just excited to talk about some, some America. Most definitely. Most definitely. Alrighty. Without further ado, we want to uh, hope that everyone had a very wonderful Thanksgiving for those of you here in the States and for everyone who celebrated out there. Hope you guys enjoyed your time with your family, with your friends, amongst whoever you were with. And uh, hopefully the turkey was more than enough to satisfy you because I know America was not. As Christian mentioned, it wasn't the best of Thanksgiving as uh, maybe we've come to know from America already, uh, Dylan. I, I don't remember last Thanksgiving match against Cruz Azul being that well either. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, you know, at, at, especially you know after the first half we were talking about in that Thanksgiving game, um, I think of uh, me and Christian were seeing a different game from you because you're just like, oh, this is bad, like it's terrible. And me and Christian are like, oh, it's okay, like it's not bad, but it's not good either. So, but the second half too, that's that's a different story from the first half. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah, and then I'll go into more detail as to why exactly I felt that that game wasn't going in the direction that I thought it was going to go, even though we did end up getting that goal. Um, the, the team just kind of lacked a bit of uh, authority on the pitch. And then we'll get into all of that a little bit later. But, um, yeah, excited to talk about this game. Um, a lot of doubts as to whether or not America was going to make it. I will put myself in front of that line and <clears throat> say that I said they would not. I thought it was done and dusted. Whilst I still had hope. The Americanista inside me that has lived for as long as he has knew why get my hopes up one more time. But I should have, and I and I, I I do put myself on on blame for that. But credit to these two gentlemen right here alongside me who uh, did not give up whatsoever. The true fans. <laughs> but uh, gentlemen, let's jump right into this and let's talk America versus Tigres. Let's talk about the Thanksgiving match first half. 
uh, Christian, you got that lineup for us, or or uh, read it off exactly. What what is it that America presented against Tigres on Thanksgiving? Okay, on Thursday night, America went with Ochoa and uh, the usual back four: um, Paul Aguilar, Bruno Valdez, Aguilera, and Jorge Sanchez. Uh, the midfield duo: Guido Rodriguez and Richard Sanchez. A little bit more in front, you had Renato Ibarra on one wing, Cordova on the other, uh, and Giovanni dos Santos in that camp position. And up top, you had our Henry Martin La Bomba. Now, hearing that lineup, seeing that lineup, Dylan, what was your what was your thought in regards to this uh, starting eleven? Uh, my first thought was, man, this is a uh, pretty close to what Christian said too. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's what that's really pretty my close. thinking, to be honest. But um, no, um, I think given given the game, uh, obviously, the, I think the the controversial thing was Geo starting. But you know, um, kind of one thing that me and Ivan talked about whenever we were at the game in Houston. Uh, you know, Geo's always going to get preference with Bill Holen, so it. It was just one of those moments where it was like disappointed but not surprised uh, kind of things whenever you saw it. But other than that, I, I liked the lineup. I liked what, uh, what, uh, what was presented before we even saw now, the game. Now, gentlemen, correct me if I'm wrong, but the lineup that is presented to us, don't you think that it was for America to be more aggressive? Wasn't that kind of the ideal that you would have imagined Bioko was actually trying to get uh, his players, his team to do? And as the game transcended, it looked like America was being more on the defensive side of things and actually being reluctant to go forward. And that's, I think, why Correct. I felt that the first half didn't go exactly as I wanted it to go. And then, of course, the second half was exactly how I expected it, things to go. As soon as Tigre scored one goal, you saw America fall back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, yeah, I guess the team entered in that kind of state of panic. Uh, and it just shows our, you know, our inability yet. Uh, to kind of control a match because we saw it in the second leg as well. You know, things almost slipped, slipped away from us again. But, um, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> wow. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What the so, hell? Someone, worst someone get ever. a medic here. Worst timing ever. She needs an ambulance. <laughs> so, yeah. So, going back to my statement, our inability to control a match, and you saw it, you know. The team kind of just entered in that stage where, okay, listen, guys, we can't. We can't screw up that much anymore, so, you know, I guess we all just played it too safe, and, you know, the end result wasn't in our and favor. this is the one thing that I've felt a lot of people complain about, and one of the main complaints in my household was this exact topic. Um, I was watching the game alongside my dad and my uh, and my padrino, and uh, it was frustration all around, uh, mainly towards uh, the team and the way Piojo planted that team to go out with, because... Like my uncle was saying, it, you're playing in a match where you're the home, where you're the home team. You're supposed to be the one that's attacking. You're supposed to be the more aggressive one, and you're supposed to be the one going out there looking for the game because you have home field advantage, and you need you need an advantage going into the Volcan, right? And uh, he said that he felt that Apiojo set up the team wrong because I did, I do think that he did set up the team wrong. I think it was very. A reclusive to go forward. He said, "Okay, look, we're gonna be a little bit conservative. We don't want to get Tigres to get us on the counter. We want them because you know he thought that he was gonna play into Tigres' uh, strength by hitting them on the counter. But as we saw on on uh, Sunday, if you attack them and if you put them in uncomfortable positions, you are more than likely to score. And I think that's something that if America would have taken advantage at the Estadio Azteca, then that would have been a whole different story. That would be a whole different game." Mm-hmm. Especially considering um, their their kind of weaknesses, uh, the main one being Nahuel Guzman was not in that on Thursday night, and that was the perfect opportunity for us to 
you know, get be more aggressive, take more shots. But unfortunately, we just couldn't seem to to do any of that on no, Thursday. Nothing at all. I, I I don't have the stats in front of me, which is terrible organizing by me. But uh, as as I pull up those stats in regards, to... we had a total of six shots six on the shots. first half. Yeah. We... Yeah, six six shots, two six on shots, target. Six shots, two on target in the first half, and that is that. Our our goal doesn't even come off a shot. Our goal comes off a cross where the goalkeeper parries poorly, and Richard Sanchez as well. And yeah. you know what? You, you kind of feel bad for this kid because Richard Sanchez was definitely the hero of the first half and the villain of the second. And uh, by the and, and by oh, the yes. way, definitely yeah. completely completely had himself a a, a world class performance on Sunday as well. We got to talk about him um, more later, but. Um, but Richard Sanchez scores that goal, and you thought, okay, America did dominate that first half. Like, you know, they they did for the most part. You know, Tigres maybe had a good couple passes here and there, but there was never really any kind of threat on a choice goal. But w- it, it it was more of an it was more of an average half for me. It wasn't necessarily nothing like like great, but like it wasn't necessarily bad either. I, Correct. Just because we yeah, got that just goal. because we got the but yeah. I felt that the team was shifting and into that into that slump into that slope of where things are gonna go more worse in the second half and it mm-hmm. and, and it showed yeah at, at what minute did Tigres score the uh the 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 goal the fifty one minute right so the first yeah. goal yes you held the yeah. lead for six minutes six minutes into the second half yeah no that's ridiculous right it's it's terrible marking by uh by the defense. Yeah. In the corner, I mean, questions could be asked whether or not Ochoa could have gone for it. I still think that it's 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 up in the air. But either way, six minutes you have to hold on much longer than six minutes for 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 a quarterfinal Liga mm-hmm. match against a very tough side that is Tigres. And then, of course, we yeah. mentioned as mentioned before prior to the prior to the to where we're at right now, America. Kids conceded at, and and you can go back to any podcast from the previous, and you can hear the same thing that we always talk about. America concedes a goal, they they get their heads down, they get uh, they, they get defensive, and what happens? You completely lose your game plan. You, you you definitely lose your game plan. You lose the game structure that you had going forward, and then of course now you get doubts in players' heads, and what happens? The penalty. Penalty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It was a poor. Poor decision making, I guess, or poor awareness by by Richard. Um, I guess he just didn't wasn't aware that that uh, that that player was so near him. Unfortunately, just you no, know, just hits him, and it's, it's a clear penalty. There's no argument there. But like you said, I mean, it's kind of sad because he was the hero, and now he's the villain. So, um, it was a very uh, up and up and down game for yeah. him. Yeah, and by the way, he he doesn't even have to get himself into that situation if he just clears it, just boots it. Yeah, just boots mm-hmm, that's it. what I'm saying. Doesn't even mm-hmm. have to take a touch, just boots it out. Um. But I mean, yeah. that's the pass, right? You can't change it. It happens, and uh, they take the, fir- the the penalty the first time, and Gignac scores. But then the referee says, "Okay, you got to do it again," and and then you yeah. think, "Okay, we have life, we have life," <laughs> and then he slots it. You're like, "Never mind." <laughs> but uh, yeah, but no, yeah, he slots it like it was nothing for real. You know, many things. You know, many things are said about the guy, and you know, we're not gonna get into that, obviously, but. You know, you you have to you have to acknowledge when 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 a player like that is on the opposing side, and you know he, you have to recognize that he is a good player. And for the most part, I think we did a pretty good job handling him in oh, no, both yeah. legs. Bruno should should, um, but, should definitely. Yeah. I mean, even though he he did mm-hmm. terrible in the second leg to in, yeah, in yeah. the first goal, but uh, mm-hmm. credit to Bruno for man marking him. Uh, completely went toe to toe with yeah, the guy. 100%. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, but it just shows you, you know, when he gets an opportunity, though he he strikes. So, but um. 
But yeah, no, it was big. It was big for us to maintain him the way we did about throughout oh, yeah. both legs. I mean, there's a reason why he was Mr. A.K.A. Leguia, right? Um, and he, he showed was. it against us. So he's uh, yeah. he's definitely a threat, but he's not he's not invincible, is what we're trying to say. And America definitely found a way to shut him exactly. down for majority of both legs. Um, but are you invincible? Uh, no, no. My weakness is definitely Oreo cookies and gancitos. I'm just look at me. I about to say gancitos. <laughs> um. But you, you know, if you focus just your attention on what America did wrong, there's a lot of things that you can pick out from just the first leg itself. Um, still, a lot of things you can yeah. pick out from the yeah. second leg, but we'll jump into that in a little bit. But in the first leg, what is the one thing that you guys really took from that and said, "This isn't good. This has to change. This has got to go." Intensity. I think we lacked yeah. intensity throughout the whole match. You know, this is a game where I think every every fan, every every analyst could say that America lacked intensity. They lacked of aggressiveness going forward. They knew Tigres were, were, were weak. We had to take advantage of it. And I you know partial of the blame is on Piojo because I think he could have fielded a much better lineup, uh, more suited for this situation. Unfortunately, he just let his, I guess, his friendships get in the way um, and his preferences, uh, I should say. Um, and you know he picked he picked Giovanni when I think you had a you know a better option than probably Roger Martinez or even Ibarguen, uh, you know players two players that I think are more informed than Gio, um, and then maybe the result could have been different we don't know you know it's it's impossible for us to know but I think I think that that's one thing that we did lack. Not not just that too and it's one thing that I've always said too I, I think the subs came kind of late. Um, you didn't see one to like what almost the 70th yeah. minute. 70th minute was, Ro- was, yeah, Roger, was Roger for Richard. Right? Uh huh. Roger for Richard. Yeah. And and so that, that that's one thing too that I think could have made a much bigger impact if you brought them on early and and um, like Ivan said it's a broken record we've said it time and time again but you know just after that after that first goal when this you see this team like break down get conservative and and you know get defensive uh, Bioho needs to learn from that from himself too like he needs to he needs to motivate the team he needs to tell this team to calm down in a different way. And, you know, just to keep playing the game plan. But he just doesn't. Like, he, the team just breaks down like that every time. And um, to an extent, I feel like that falls on field hole, too, because he needs to tell them something. But it just seems like he have, he never has, he never has, but he needs to. And also falls on the captain, too, which I still don't think Guaraguilad's a, a guy to do, that can do that. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, my biggest pet peeve out of that first game that I take off, that I take from this, is um, playing it short. Playing it short in every uh, in, in every uh, ball, a dead ball situation, in a corner kick you played it short, in free kicks you played it short. Uh, every single chance you had to put, you you had a, an opportunity to put that ball inside the box, you played it short. It was the 89th minute of the match. You needed a goal. Everyone was up there. Yeah. And you played it short. That mm-hmm. that to me, it, it's just it's mind blowing. It's 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 why why. Knowing knowing that Tigres is not good at set pieces and you don't take advantage, that's another thing. You gotta fault the coaching staff as well. Don't no, you think? yeah, definitely. Bilko's right there. Bilko is Bilko yeah. is ten yards away. Just just yell it at him. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Put it in the box. Mm-hmm. Henry was even mad. He was yeah. like, just put it in the box. Let let us do the hard work yeah. up here. Don't 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 trickle it down down there and try to make some play happen. Mm-hmm. No. At that point, I'm sorry. You have to be you have to be reluctant and say, okay, we're going back to simple soccer, and that is put the ball in the box, let what needs to happen happen, and maybe we'll score a goal. It's just that simple. Exactly. At, at that late stage yeah. of the match, it's you just, have to do that. 
Honestly, I feel like sometimes uh, I, I'm. I just look back at this, and I feel sometimes I think he's just overthinking everything. When when stuff was like a yeah, little exactly. bit more simpler than it had to be, you know. Exactly. Um, you know, you played a much simpler game, like you keep emphasizing, and I think you know think, things can go in in our way this match, but unfortunately, it just doesn't. And you know, and I guess that's why you know you had you had those doubts after the match. You know, you were feeling that way after the match, saying you know this is the story all season long, and you know for some reason I I did understand you, but um, and I can see why. So. It's just, it's just unfortunate. And, and we go back to that word, simplicity. And, and how many times, Dylan, have me and you said this? And how many times have I brought this to, to the attention is when you want to win a game, the most easiest way to win it is to play the most simplest style of football. And it's just going back to the basics. And a lot of teams forget that because a lot of people think you have to be fancy with it. You have to get deep and technical with it. Sometimes you don't, especially in, in, in situations like this where you're so close to getting into a final. It's sometimes you got to be just so simple about it. Go back to the basics and mm-hmm. let that drive your game. Yeah. Oh, it makes complete but, sense. Yeah, and then you shift your attention to Sunday, and what happened? They played a little bit more basic. They played a little bit more in, intense, aggressive. They knew the, uh, the, the intensity that they had to go at for at least 45 minutes, and they did so, and, and it paid dividends to them. You know? And they, there wasn't any just, fancy football. Yeah, it, just, it was just, it just straight, simple, to the point. Yeah, it, it just it just to an extent it felt like it was just free flowing, like just just going with the with the emotions almost in the sense. Oh yeah. So let's shift our attention now to Sunday. Heads are down, and, and a lot of cloud and judgment and doubts are in the Aguila community. Thinking, is this Piojo's last game? <laughs> Ivan. Oh. <laughs> it's just not just me, okay? It was not just me. All right. There's there's plenty of other people out there in the Twitterverse that. Uh, uh, that had their heads down for this as well because how many times have we been in situation and, and I saw someone tweet this out and, and it made complete sense it was like for once I just want a Ligia where we don't have to say we're going to make a comeback we're going to make a comeback we're going to make a comeback I want to just get it <laughs> off right away from the start you know how many times have we been in this situation mm-hmm. yeah, against yeah. Santos we're going to make a comeback against Tigres we're going to make a comeback it, it's just it's it, it Leon. Leon we're going to make a it's, it's how many times have we been in this situation it's just it's I'm glad it happened this time. It's frustrating. I, I really am, but you you can't be the comeback king every single time. Right? <laughs> so it's just get it right I the mean, first time. We kind of have a reputation. We kind of have a, a reputation now for coming for coming back in in games yeah, like this. Yeah, but honestly. I mean, look, your, your reputation re, reputation dies eventually. Like in Man U, Man U True. was the comeback kings, right? And look at them now. They I don't even know if they're gonna get past don't, fifth place. Don't don't compare. Don't compare America to that trash, please. Hey, that trash st- still has anyway. the most Premier League titles, by the way. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. No, but I'm saying, like, look, get it done in the in the first try, right? Just get it done right away. And Correct. so... Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that's not our, our situation, though, going into Sunday. Going into this Sunday against Tigres, no, it was not the situation. So... Yes, it was not the situation. I yeah. don't even think any of us were going to predict that America needed to come out and, and go out and, and have to have the game that they had that they had on Sunday. I, I think the worst was Dylan's prediction, which was a 1-1 draw. And in that situation, you thought, okay, America, America grabs a goal, plays a little bit more defensive, gets lucky, walks away with a win somehow, right? But no, America needed to go out there and really be the, authorities, the, the authority on the pitch. And they were. They needed, they needed three, two. right? Two. Two and not concede. Two, okay, okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But then you look at everything... And uh, and America came out to play their game, you know. So do yeah. you do you have that lineup uh, for us? 
I do have that lineup. Go for it. Okay, so on Sunday night, America went out with Ochoa and Net, the usual back four, uh, Paul Aguilar, Bruno Valdez, Aguilera, Jorge Sanchez. Uh, in the midfield, you had Guido Rodriguez and Richard Sanchez. On one wing, you had Giovanni Dos Santos. On the other wing, you had Andres Ibarguen. This is the line of four. Uh, and now you had two strikers up top, which was Henry Martin and Federico. And a Lewis. lot of people, sorry to catch you up, but a lot of people lost their mind. You included Christian. Me. Right? Me. Right? Included, a lot yes. of people lost included, their mind. 100%. I was yes. one of those who was like, oh, God, what is he planning? But in the back of my mind, I said, this makes sense why you're doing this. Why? Because you're putting in two strong, powerful, uh, uh, two uh, st- strong presences inside the box as Vinas and Henry. It's people that can be physical and can body their defenders. And you're putting two wingers who, I'm not saying they're the best wingers we have in regards to crossing, but they're the ones they're they're the they're ones not. that are much better. Let's face it, Renato Ibarra against Giovanni dos Santos. I think Gio crosses better than him, right? And Renato was coming with a bit of a knock, so he wasn't going to risk him. So I thought it was smart of him to place Gio on one wing and Iwarguen on the other. Hmm. And I don't know, give me your your breakdown of this lineup and how you thought it was wrong, but then in the end ended up proving you right. Well, the only reason why I say this lineup proved me, proved me wrong was only in the first half. Because, um, well, you saw you saw what happened. Uh, you saw Giovanni get the goal, and that was, I think, my only concern was Giovanni Dos Santos. I know people just think I hate the guy. I Listen, I really don't, but you have to understand that this guy is not in form whatsoever. At least, to, at least, at least that's what I thought, but I guess he proved me wrong in a, in a, in a way. Um, I just don't think he was, the, he was the right man. When you have a player like Roger Martinez uh, on the bench, like, that just doesn't make sense. When you need two goals, when you need someone that can break down the defense, because you know Tigres was going to sit back for the first 20 minutes. You knew that was going to happen. So you have two dribblers, and Ibarguen and Roger, who can break, uh, break defenses and shoot the ball uh, on net. That's all we needed. That's, we needed that aggressiveness in that first half, and I just didn't think Gio could provide that. I didn't have a problem with Vinas because, you know, it actually makes sense. You know, we actually played very well with two strikers up top in the Veracruz game when Henry and Nico were up top. And just Vinas just seemed a natural fit. So I wasn't, I, I didn't have too many worries about that. So I guess my only concern was you're putting, you're putting this poor kid in the Volcan in the second leg of a quarterfinal when we're chasing two goals. The pressure might have gone to him, but obviously it didn't. He responded very well. My only concern, I think, was Giovanni Santos, but thank God, thank God that he, he responded on Sunday night. Definitely. And, and I, you know, I saw a very active Gio wanting the ball, not hiding away from it, not touching the ball quick, was, wasn't was really releasing it that fast. You know, he looked like he wanted to make things happen for America. And that's the that's the Gio we want to see, right? You know, we, we know, we know that, he's, that is he's nowhere near the form that he can be, but he's slowly trickling getting there. And I think the more the more victories that he can get under his belt, the more performance he has in these situations where he can get himself a goal. Even if it's a tap-in, a goal is a goal, and that will boost morale, you know? Yes. So I, I, I think Gio will continuously get these minutes, and hopefully he takes advantage of them the way he has been, you know? And um, I will say this, though. I think one of the biggest mistakes was putting Cordoba on the left-hand side on Thursday instead of maybe someone like Ibarwin or Roger because this kid is not a dribbler and could not get past Chaka one bit whatsoever. Um, and if you put someone like Roger or Ibarwin, I think they would have had a much better 
job at doing that. Um, it would have maybe mm-hmm. created more for us. Uh, and and you saw and you saw that because Ibarguen was on that side at times on Sunday, and Gio was on that side on on Sunday. You know, so it it was a difficult game for Chaka. It wasn't such an easy game. Um, I will say this though: coming into this Sunday's match, you thought America needs to go off strong, have a perfect game, and right in the first minute, Tigres almost scored. Yeah, no. Um, I guess it was just a defensive lapse in in the in a sense, and you saw a streaking. Um, was yeah. it Ender Valencia? Yeah, it was Ender Valencia, right? A streaking Ender Valencia, and you you know how fast this guy <laughs> is. So you just saw him streak down. I, I looked to my dad. I'm like, oh my god, is this really about to happen? And the ball literally missed by a centimeter and went wide. I was like, oh my god, it's gonna be one of those nights. Um, but yeah, thank thank God, thank God that he didn't shoot it a little bit more more to to his right, or else that would have been the one nil Tigres. And um, yeah, I don't know how the night would have turned out. Yeah, to be honest. that would have been a whole different story. But the the one thing we questioned this team for on Thursday, they showed uh, they showed that they could have reluctance on Sunday because in another game, I would have thought that that America side would have put their heads down and said, "Damn, we're already off on a bad start. We could have been down already. Look at us. We're going back to the same things that we were doing wrong." But that didn't happen. America said, "All right." We got a lifeline. Let's use it. Let's take advantage of it. And what mm-hmm. happened? They did so, you know? Yes, they so, did so. Yes, sir. Um, I mean, just off the first half, we have three goals to break down. Let's talk about the first one, which I think is is the most important Oof. one. Um, This Vina's goal, which, by the way, it's not really a header. It's like a header mixed with a shoulder. Listen, the ball went in. That's all that matters. <laughs> For real, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a bit odd, but hey, like you said, they all count, right? A goal is a goal. Um, hundred percent. It's exactly what you were saying, and, and what we talked about. It's uh, playing to Tigres' weaknesses, and their set pieces have not been just like us. The set pieces for them have not been their their best friends. So we take advantage of that. By the way, what a pass Richard Sanchez puts in, and uh, to to find Vinas, and Vinas, of course. Puts the ball, slots it, and, and puts it over Nahuel. And then, of course, you know, that's the opening goal. Uh, a part of me was a little scared that they were going to go to VAR for some reason. I don't know. Just I just felt like that was going to go. I thought, I, thought, I thought they were going to go to VAR to every goal, honestly. Considering what we saw on <laughs> Thursday night with that whole VAR, VAR madness, you know, I really thought every goal was going to go to VAR. But, you know, thankfully yeah, it didn't. Thankfully it did not go. And then uh, <laughs> it was a clean goal. It, it was a clean goal. It, it went in. <laughs> clean um, goal. And I think really that goal ignited the America motor and said, course, okay, that's the one that... we got this. Let's go. Let's mm-hmm. keep pushing forward. That's the one that gets the and, goal. Um, yep. And they just they kept on having the ball. They kept on having the ball. They kept putting Tigres under pressure. And they did so until to the point where they got another corner. They they perfected that set piece. They, you know, Paul flicks it on for a... Uh, this marked uh, Guido Rodriguez who just taps it in and now boom you're 2-0 up you think great perfect you have exactly the scoreline that you need but you can't get confident and you have to keep looking you have to keep looking for more that's that's the name of the game you gotta keep finding more you gotta keep going for more you have the momentum no need to sit back keep pressing on and what is the one thing we've always said Christian when America has a goal or two goal lead early on in the first half what do we want we want them to continue to keep pushing right and of so course. that's what they did, and that's and what they did. great, great. Yeah, the first, I did the first time. Piojo said, "You know what? <laughs> let me let me actually take their advice. <laughs> and let's see what, see what happens. <laughs> I got nothing to lose anyway, so let's see what happens." And um, and then 
great, great hustle by Henry Martin, by the way, which Dylan, I'll, I'll give you a, a little platform to talk about his, him because I think he's he was very vital to us on Sunday. Um, to body Salcedo off the ball, which, by the way, it's terrible defending. If any kids oh, yes, watching that game, never defend the ball like that. Um, Henry Martin does. That's why I defend. <laughs> yeah, but you at least, you know, if you lose the ball, you at least, you know, clip the guy or something. Uh, Julian, no, I, I never. I never lose the ball. <laughs> that's just the cowboy. Uh, that's just the cowboy Dan way, right? This is exactly. the way. And then, um, and 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 then of course Henry Martin finds an open Giovanni Santos for his easy tap and three 0 You're off. You're you're just living. You're 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 off the moon, right? Yeah. Well, Halftime comes three 0 But what is the one thing that's going through everyone's mind? The dreaded second. The dreaded half. second half. But what is what is the one thing that you need America to continue to do? Keep pushing, but you keep know, pushing. Yeah, they got, they got confident. The halftime came. I looked at my dad. My dad looked at me, and he said, "They got to find another one." And I said, "Yeah, you, yeah. you have to. You have to go for that one last goal. You scored that last goal, that fourth goal. And I even tweeted it out. I said, America, you put you put one more in the back of the net. It's game. It's game. It's over. It's over. Hundred percent." But what happened in the second? <laughs> <laughs> and then all hell breaks loose. Oh my goodness, dude! But you know what? I think we kind of saw this coming, though. Let's be honest. Let's all be honest. Yeah, yeah. We went into halftime. I looked at my dad. We said we like it, but we're not content because we know that three nil scoreline doesn't mean doesn't mean anything until that 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 ref was that final whistle. Hundred yeah. percent, Dylan. So we we looked and we started talking. We said they're gonna get they're gonna get complacent, right? I was like, I think they are. I really think they are. It's just it's just I don't know what it what it is about this group that they think that. They can get complacent just because they're in a good moment, you know, and especially against a team like Tigres. I don't know why that was run through their minds, but unfortunately it did. And just we did not have a good second half for the most part. It was it, it, it was bad. It was bad at, at It was some bad moments. at some moments, but I'll tell you what. It was bad defensively. And it's something that, again, we've, we've gone back down to this, to the root of everything is how bad our defending has been this season. And you <laughs> saw it in the second half. First of all, that first goal. Why does Bruno Valdez need to go and attack that ball the way he does? There's no need for him to slide that. Yeah, There's no. no need for him to slide clears that ball. Just go at it, run Just it. Kick Just it run really to it. Run to it and 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 put yeah. it out of the stadium. That's all you need That's to all. do. I don't care if it goes for a corner, if it goes for uh, <laughs> I, I don't care which way it goes. You got to put that in the back of the, in the in in, yeah. in the back of the stands wherever it needs to go. I don't care. But the way he attacks it, leaves the ball rolling there. Gignac does that does a heel that doesn't even pay off. I don't that ball ricochets off of lucky. him or I don't know what finds an empty Aquino running in. Ochoa's already been beat because he came out and he thought that Taquito was gonna you know be a shot. So when he comes out, he's already yeah, kind of already given. Bruno Valdez, I don't know what he's doing already inside the goal, all you know rolling in in already. And Paula Aguilar just barely. I think he trip. I think he trips falling? over or chore or something. I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, he's yeah he slips or trips or something. It's yeah, just, he does. The, the, yeah, he Aquino falls. has a simple tap in right, and you thought to yourself, <laughs> this is this is exactly what we talked. The the mess that could have happened did happen, right? And everything that that could have gone yeah. wrong in that situation went wrong, and you mm-hmm. thought that's it. Tigres. That's such an American it goal. Is. It honestly, is. It, it is. <laughs> it, it... Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, we are. We are. We are. We are. We are. We are. Yeah. Okay, we're back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, excuse us for that mess. Um, I have no idea what happened. Um, I was 
just we were having such a really good conversation. I think um, I think we were onto something, and the FBI was like, "No, nah, we gotta cut that. We gotta cut it here." Uh, yeah, Piojo's people are onto us. Uh, mm-hmm. So. I, I, I have no idea where we, no where we left off. Um, <laughs> oh, we, the, we were talking about the Aquino goal finished. and how it was so yeah. it was terrible defending. Yeah, so, I mean, terrible defending. Uh, I mean, what more could you say, right? But but like I was mentioning yeah. to you guys, as soon as Tigres scored one goal, you thought, okay, they were, they, they were going to get another. And if they did, and America was winning that, that three-goal margin, you thought, can this team actually hold on? And that was the big question mark looming around the around the team when Gignac scored that second goal. Yeah. No, it was um. First of all, that's just again terrible marking by whoever whoever needed to be there. It was Bruno Valdez. You cannot let a striker of that caliber be so wide open in front of your net. Like, how does that even happen? First of all, you know we we said that this defense was not in top form. And we said that this defense was going to cause us some problems. And boy, did it cause us some problems. Because Tigres just needed one more after that. After that, Kinako, they just needed one more. And that's it. They were done. They just needed to sit back and yeah. hold out. And like you said, Ivan, when he scored that second goal, um, you everyone was like, wow, is, are Tigres about to do this? You know, are are they are we really about to let them score three or not so they can go on to the semis? Like, it, it just... You know, stuff stuff was running through everyone's minds, but I guess it showed our mental fortitude and our and our, I guess discipline to hold out, and um and eventually things go in our favor when when Salcedo commits something that will never be forget by Tigres fans ever. This is a terrible. I, I mean, terrible. <coughs> I, I don't know what how to put it in words, but great job by Roger, by the way, too, for continuing to to oh, hustle yes. and go for that ball. Uh, wins the penalty. Mm-hmm. Emma Aguilera, of course, comes up, takes it, slots it away. Um. And calm. Very, very calm, calm as well. well. And then, can can you imagine that moment? Literally, it's a do or die moment. You make it. You probably secure your team into the semis. You miss it, and you have to go through fifteen minutes of hell. And they scored it. He made it, and game, uh, game wrapped up. Game match set and done. Game set and done. Um, uh, it, mm-hmm. it's as simple as that. And like I said, all you needed was to score that last goal, and and you could have coasted this game by a whole bunch, of, uh, a whole different. Uh, but it it just it it paid uh, it paid dividends that America kept pushing for that fourth goal. I think some of the substitutions were smart. Um, you know, like bringing on Renato Ibarra for a tired Giovanni dos Santos, adding more pace to the to to the thing to to the uh, to the wings, uh, bringing on Roger Martinez in place of Henry Martin. Um, that that's also one thing that we didn't do because of the whole crash that we had right now but Dylan give me your take on Henry Martin how did you see your boy in this game um <clears throat> over both legs I thought I thought he did fairly well um I'd love to I'd love to have seen a goal for him but you know um just the way he contributed you know the the assist and you know his, some of his movement his passing um I just thought it was, I thought it was good overall from him and I hope he continues to carry that over into the next two games yeah you're right I I, I think he was very vital and is a player that a lot of us uh felt that he had a lot of responsibility coming into this year because he was our striker in form and even though he doesn't score like Dylan says what he contributes to this team the hustle that he puts out on the pitch I think definitely proved to be uh, merited of why he should definitely continue to get the start. I don't know, Christian, you've had some, some doubts mm. about uh, Henry, especially when he doesn't score on games. Uh, what is What was your take on him in this game? 
in this game in particular, I think he did he did he, he did well. Um, the thing I of course I liked the most was his hustle in that in that Giovanni dos Santos goal. Um, you you always like to see that in the striker, just you know the determination to never give up on a play on a ball, and it it, it showed it showed his merit. You know he hustled, and we got the three nil three nil uh, lead into going into halftime. Um, you know I think like everyone said, I think I would have liked to see a goal just to keep that confidence up because you know we're gonna need his goals against Morelia. So, um, but overall it was a good it was a good game, and you know it's just he's just Henry. He just keep keeping Henry, Henry right now. in Henry form. Uh, so yeah, I mean, anything else to talk about in this game? I think we've hit all the key cornerstones of everything. Um, I, I think the last thing we need to talk about is just Richard Sanchez and how important he was into this game. I think Richard Sanchez was the man of the match over, or the man of the the, the man of the matches over the two legs. The the fact that this player just you know doesn't really get the opportunity he wants throughout the season when he when he joins us, just to slot him in here in the quarterfinal against Tigres. And the way he responded over the two legs, literally, literally phenomenal. It, it seems like we found like the perfect partner for Guido after after Edson Alvarez left. Um, you know, also wasn't it doing it? He wasn't doing bad, but you know, he wasn't. He just didn't have that defensive capability. And then to also bring in something to the offensive side, you know, also really didn't have the end. Richard does, and it showed how important this guy is into our in, in our midfield. And it just, I just can't wait to see more of this guy coming oh, yeah, up. definitely had himself one great match. I think Guido was a little bit lacklustrous in the first leg, but it definitely came in clutch in the second leg. Um, so I think our center mm-hmm. midfield partnership actually was the reason why America did so well in the second leg against Tigres. They held down the fort. Uh, they they were the beginning, the you know the beginning people of, of the attack, and they were also the first uh, line of defense whenever Tigres wanted to push uh, push numbers forward. So I think credit goes to Richard Sanchez. Definitely to Guido Rodriguez, but I think more more is to be said about Richard. And uh, maybe he's flying a little bit under the radar right now, which is good. I think which is really good. Uh, as long as, uh, you know, the media doesn't pick him up and, and puts him in the spotlight, yeah. which I, I think it's going to be good mm-hmm. for his development. But, yeah, Richard, you know, round of applause. He did great. And, uh, I mean, anything else to add on in regards to this second leg? Um, I just want to add one more thing about Richard. I think it's great how he responded in second leg, knowing that he made a huge mistake in the first leg. I think just that shows his his mentality and, and his resistance to to I guess situations that are not in his favor. So just around another another applause for for the man, and you know he we better hope he continues his run of form. No, yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Well, that is it. America ended up uh, besting Tigres in the quarterfinals. Finds themselves in the semis now against Monarcas Morelia in uh, what should hopefully be a really good matchup. This Morelia team being quote unquote the dark horse. Of the competition, so it should be interesting to see how they fare up against our Aguilas. But um, how did you feel uh, uh, knowing that we were gonna get Morelia? It's complicated. Um, on on one side, you know, I think okay, you know, Morelia, it's, it's a pretty good team. Um, but then, you know, if you you saw any of the Leon of their of their series against Leon, you know, this team is the real deal. Yes, they may be called the dark horse, but this is a pretty damn good dark horse. Uh, dark horse. Fast, you know they're 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 very they're very good at at their at their short game passing. Uh, their long shots are impeccable. Uh, they just never give up. You know they were I I was uh, actually watching the the Leon podcast and they they mentioned how Leon had the lead four times throughout the series and Morel just found a way to just pick themselves up. 
and go get go get a result. And um, you know that that speaks a lot about them. It speaks a, a lot about their new coach that kind of came in here, literally restructured this whole team to have a new set of uh, set of, set of way of play, a uh, whole new mentality. This is a scary team, and for anyone that says this is going to be an easy series for America, you have it all wrong, buddy, because this is going to be probably as complicated as the Eagles. Yeah, and, and you know, a team that's very resilient, you know, never putting their, their heads their heads down or their heads down. Uh, you mentioned it as well, you know, the people, uh, you know, the people recognize that, and especially against Leon, you know, who had clearly the favoritism over Morelia, yet still weren't mm-hmm. able to best them, not even away or at home. So it, it's going to exactly. be a very tough match for America. And anyone that really thinks this is going to be a walk in the park, like you mentioned, Christian, then they got this game completely turned on its head. Um, and mm-hmm. I think we're in for a really good showdown. Oh, yes, 100%. This, this is going to be a fun one. It's expected to be a little bit fast, um, a little bit, maybe a little bit chaotic, but that's just their style of play, but it's working for them. So we, we have to try to uh, limit that as much as we can and kind of just implement our game style. And, you know, I think we should come on top. Alrighty. Well, with that said, America is uh, is to play Morelia this week on Thursday again in uh, away over there at Morelia and then at Morelia, and, Estadio Morelos. And, Estadio Morelos. and then of course the second leg will be played on Sunday at the Estadio Azteca. Uh, those times have been confirmed, right, Christian? Yes. Alrighty. So the first leg is going to be at Morelia, like, like mentioned. That is going to be at 6:30 p.m. Pacific time, 8:30 Central, and 9:30 Eastern. That's kind of a little bit of a late game, and I a like bit of an games. odd time. Uh, yeah. The, the the 30 mark. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why they do that. Honestly, just make really it weird. make either make it either six on the dot or make it seven. I mean, and if that wasn't go, weird enough. Uh, you have the second leg at 5.30 Pacific time, <laughs> <laughs> and 7.30 Eastern, uh, no, 7.30 Central, and then 8.30 Eastern. Uh, so, again, yeah. odd, odd times. Uh, Liga Mekis Liga is on one, honestly. Liga Mekis with Liga Mekis. Uh, Dylan, what was your take on getting Morelia in this uh, semifinal? Um, I just looked at it as a, a new challenge, you know. Uh, we faced some adversity, obviously, against Tigres, like we talked about. And so, you know, I'm just ready for this upcoming challenge. Um, I'm hoping to push for another final appearance and hopefully another title, but um, pretty excited. First, we got to get through the, uh, the the butterflies, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> we got to get through Monarcas Morelia, and, and hopefully this game, like Christian said, promises to be a fun and entertaining one. We know they got goals, but we know they leak goals just as much, which I think is the important thing to take away from this is – Yes, they may be resilient, and yes, they may have the offensive firepower and the strong will to compete and go forward, but it does mean that they have a lot of leakage back there. And if America plays this game smart, much smarter than Leon did, then I think we can we can walk away with this one a little bit easier than Leon did. I don't know. What's your guys' take on that? It needs, it needs to be a repeat of the first half against Digas in the second line, really. Um it's just that dreaded second half still, even if uh, they are able to go up a few goals and carry into the second half. But um, it's just the same same, same uh, mistakes that we talked about and those things that need to get fixed. But we'll just see what happens. And now this is a whole different perspective as to the Tigres game because in the Tigres game you had the home field advantage in the first leg and then you knew you had a tough match in the second leg. Now it's kind of flipped on its head. You know you have a very difficult game away in Morelia. But then you have the kind of safety net of having the game 
at home in the second leg. Now, let's remember, Morelia's never been an easy stadium for us whatsoever in history. You know, it's always been a difficult stadium to go at. Not to say that we can't get a victory, nor to say that we can't get a result, in which we'll talk about what could that be for America later on. But, you know it's not going to be a walk in the park. But, in the Estadio you make that your fortress, and you can easily walk away with a good game, a good result as well. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll talk about that. We'll break that down right now. Christian, what is your starting 11 for Thursday? For Thursday, I will have Ochoa in net, the usual back four, Paul Aguilar, Bruno Valdez, Amaglera, Jorge Sanchez in the midfield, Guido Rodriguez and Richard Sanchez. On one wing, Renato Ibarra. On the other wing, Giovanni Dos Santos. The two up top will be Henry Martin and Federico Viña. Federico Viña. No Nico Castillo, even though he's 100% ready to go? On the bench. On the bench. On the bench, yeah. Interesting. All right, so Viña gets to start again. That's already confirmed, right? Uh, is, is it confirmed it, that he's it, on the bench? I, I thought he was just confirmed that he's ready to go. Uh, he's confirmed on the bench. All yeah. right. So, Vina's getting another start? I think he merits it. He does merit it. I think very well. So, uh, it's exciting, too, to think about it, really. This kid getting another start. It is exciting. Um, mm-hmm. Looks very promising against Tigres. And hopefully, if he can continue to do so against Morelia. And body and bully some of those defenders. I think it's gonna go very, very well for us. Honestly, if we're we're speaking on honesty terms, I think this is the lineup Yoho wanted to put out on Sunday night against Tigres. But unfortunately, like you said Renato picked up a little bit of a knock, so you know he had Ibargüen slot in there. But I think this is the lineup he wanted to go with. Alrighty. Well, will this lineup bring dividends and and bring fruit to America in Morelia? Better. <laughs> it better. What kind of free? Uh the good kind, I, I would imagine, because uh you need a you need a result in this game. You need a result. You can't go and play the comeback story yeah. again. Uh that's yeah, it. especially especially being the array team, you can get those away goals. Yeah, yeah. So that's the most important part. So here is my question to you guys is before I ask how as it is because I already know that answer, because I know you guys are just gonna say the way that they played against Deedas, but how is it that America gets a result, and what is a result? It, oh, a win. A win. It has to be a win. <laughs> Does it matter what margin? Because I, I think there needs to be a margin. I don't think a one 0 win will do it. Yeah, I don't know if a one goal cushion sufficed. Uh, I say at least two goals. At yeah, least I'm about goals. to say maybe a 2 0 win. Yeah. Now here's a question: Can you get that clean sheet against Morelia? I think you can. I think, I think right now, I think Morelia is living on a high on on Flores, on Quick Mendoza, and on and on uh, what's his name, uh, Rodrigo Milar. I think it's his name. I think they're all they're all high on those three right now. And if you can find a way to limit that kind of triangle of of players, I think you have a really good shot at limiting their whole attack, which, I, which and then again plays in our favor. So you know, I think Piojo's gonna have to work on that and really figure out what's Morelia's strong suit. When going on the on the counter type, because that's where that's where they're most dangerous. Like I just said, with the with the quickness ability of quick, we we know quick Mendoza, we know we can bring on the counter attack. Now you have a deadly a deadly striker like Flores who just you know nets whatever he he touches. Um, you know you have to cut that lifeline, and I think this game should play in our favor. Yeah, and then of course they're you know they're uh, they're ace in the hole being Shaggy Martinez with uh, Scooby on the uh-huh. sidelines. Um, <laughs> It's uh, it's it's not gonna be an easy game for America. But if they play this game smart and if they set this game 
Uh, and if they approach this game smartly, then it can be a quote unquote a walk in the park if you play your if you play your chess pieces in the right area at the right time. Um, I mean, you're right. I don't think one goal is sufficed enough to go into the Azteca and say, you know, you 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 got a you got a chance to play another final. I think if America can, and if the chance is presented, which I think it will be. Uh, go out and win the game in the first leg. It's 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 as simple as yeah. that. We've said that yeah. against Tigres, and you had to do it. You didn't learn from your mistakes and win it. Win in the first leg. You know, make it difficult for Morelia. If you go into the Azteca with a two goal advantage, two goals away advantage, then that means you're forcing Morelia to score three on you. You're forcing Morelia exactly. to attack. You're forcing Morelia to be explosive. And you're forcing them to be careless at the back, leave leave spaces, leave gaps, leave openings, take advantage of that. The Azteca score one goal, two goals, and then it's over. But and that's the scary part though, because that explosiveness that you talk about, that's their game throughout ninety minutes. So you know, for us, for us to to just you know, you made great points. Obviously, two goal cushion, they have to score three. That's fine. They're gonna be at uh, explosiveness no matter what, though. That's that, that's the point I'm trying to get to, and that's why this team is so difficult and so complicated to break down because they're just going and going and going for 90 minutes, and you know, it's very rare to see that in the team, especially the the, the more top tier teams. You know, you have you, they have their moments where they kind of just sit back and 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 soak in the the attack. But this team is, is you know, they're, they're, they're a whole different breed. They just go and go and go. Yes, they might be a little exposed in their back, but they somehow they just find a way to, to get everyone back and then go at it again. So it's going to be a very back-and-forth performance from them. But I think if we play our cards right, and I think if we do get the, that two-goal cushion, then I think we should be well. We should be fine. But that's not to say that we shouldn't try or put the same intensity in the in the first leg, and we have to repeat it again in the second leg. No, yeah, most definitely. Um, Dylan, this just sounds like it's going to spell trouble for us at the back. Yeah, yeah, it it really does. But I think, like Christian said too, if you limit some of those players, then you have to go out and show out. And and uh, like you said, just even if it's just the first half, you go up one nil in this first leg. I think it's going to make a whole lot of difference. Just this, I want to see the team how it responds uh, in the second half. In both legs too. Whenever, whenever we're looking at terms of uh, whether we need to get grab that second goal, or maybe we need to grab those two goals if you don't if you don't score in the first half, uh, in the first like Thursday. No, yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, gentlemen, give me a uh, a player that really needs to shine for America in this game. Giovanni de Santos. Dylan. It might be kind of, it might kind of sound cliche, but I think Henry needs to keep keep going and keep pushing. You know what? Funny enough, I was gonna I wanna, say Henry. I, too. I want to see a little. I want to see a little more from him, he, he, despite the fact that he got two. So I just want to see more still, and, and just keep him being consistent and keep going. No, yeah, definitely same here. Um, my my player to watch is definitely Henry Martin. Uh, he needs to put he needs to bag a goal in this game, and and whatever first or second leg, preferably both. Um, he just needs to put it in the <laughs> back of the net. For me. If yeah, he does, yeah. job well done. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree too. So I think Henry would definitely be key and, and the other player I, I definitely am looking at as well is definitely gonna be Giovanni Dos Santos. Um But we'll see. Morelia's always been either a really easy opponent or really difficult. There's never been in between with them. Yeah. Um so let's 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 hope it's not the latter. <laughs> let's hope it's yeah, it's the first one. Let's mm-hmm. hope it's the easy one. Uh, yeah, yeah. But then again, it's a semifinal. No, no game should be easy at this stage. So exactly. It's mm-hmm. uh, and, and and they deserve to be there. Yeah, 
Yeah, and I think, and this yeah. is a great thing about having such a consistent team, uh, even though we've lost a lot of that structure in in, in this previous uh, preseason. But most of these players know what it is to play in a semifinal. Most of them know what it is to win a final. Most of them have mm-hmm. been in these intense situations. So you're looking at right. experience to guide this team forward, you know, and hopefully this experience actually takes them into another final. But it won't be easy, but if America can play the game that we're expecting them to play. If Piojo listens to us like he did in that second leg, if he goes <laughs> back to the simple task of playing simple, uh, being aggressive, taking the game to them, you can't let them come to you, especially if with, with how explosive they can be. You, you have to limit them. You have to cut them off. And what's the only way to cut a team off like that? By having the ball. You control the ball. Controlling. Yeah. You Right. But yeah, but so, yeah. and then and we have seen that you know we we aren't really as good as we want it to be and but yeah. I think we, we're gonna have to be in order to limit them and that's the only way we're gonna limit them because like I said they're very explosive so I uh, like, you said it perfectly the only way to 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 negate that is to have the ball control so yeah so you're looking at the at our mean Dylan's favorite word the midfield to kind of take control of it. we're looking at Richard Sanchez to distribute the ball good we're looking at Gil to make those defensive stops and then go a little bit forward with the ball um. I think if everything we we said happens, then we should make this into an easy game. Not not saying that it's going to be an easy game, but all those combined, all those ingredients, and this should go in our favor. Most definitely, most definitely. All right, gentlemen, give me your prediction for Thursday's match. Oof, I think I think I think we we'll see a lot of goals, um, and they're going to be in our favor. So I think I'm going to say three one America. Three one America, nice, Dylan. America. Now, for those of you wondering, uh, what is it that EA Sports has? Christian, you're on the money. The the first leg, EA Sports is predicting a lot of goals. They predicted a four to four (laughs) game in the first leg. Oh Oh my god! It's four to four game. Oh no, sir! I will not take one of those, please. Thank Um, you. So, I mean, I, I. if we could take maybe not the scoreline itself, but the idea that there is going to be a lot of goals, I think I'm I'm with you there on Christian. Uh, I'm going with a two 0 win for America. Um, that's not a lot of goals, but mm-hmm. it's it, okay. it's it's it suits for what I would imagine America needs to do for the rest of this uh, mm-hmm. playoff match in the second leg. Now going into the Stadistica, we know what needs needs to be done, regardless of how it, how it goes in Morelia. You need to get a result. You need to walk to the Stadistica. You need to make that home field advantage, make that presence be known, be felt. Walk out there and win that game as well, right? It's it. You have to win that game as well. So yeah. mm-hmm. give me your scoreline prediction based off what you guys said for the first leg. What is your second leg prediction? 3 1 America. Wow, you really do feel like there's going to be goals. That's a 6 <laughs> 2 aggregate result. <laughs> yes, it is. Dylan. Uh, I'm going to go another, another 2 1. Another 2 1. So that, <laughs> that is 4 <laughs> to 2 on aggregate for Cowboy Dan. And you know what? I'm just going to keep the train rolling. I am going 2 0 for America in the statistic. That's a 4 0 aggregate. That's two clean sheets. And that is definitely boosting confidence for America if uh, if they do go to the final. That defense is definitely going to need it. Because regardless whether you get Necaxa or Monterrey, you're going to need that confidence whatsoever. Oh, 100%. Uh, most yeah. definitely. As of right now, EA Sports is predicting a 1-0 victory at the Estadio Azteca for America. So we'll see if that holds. They are literally right now in the 72nd minute of the match. Let's see 
if that is to come true. But let us know what your guys' prediction is. You guys can uh, go along with that game with us, alongside with us, over on Twitter and Instagram, at Resaca America US and at Resaca underscore US in regards to Twitter. I mean, Instagram, excuse me. So if you're busy for whatever reason on Thursday, you got finals, you got class or whatever, and you can't follow along live, you guys can always go on Twitter. We'll keep you guys covered with all things in regards to that matchup. And then, of course, on Sunday, if for whatever reason you can't as well, or you just want to follow along with us, you guys are more than welcome to over on Twitter at US. We're more than excited to have you guys over there, more than excited to interact with you guys. And the more we have, uh, the you know, the more opportunity we get, the better it is for us. So, uh, yeah, we can't wait for this semifinal. It should be a fun one. We're in this situation yet again, gentlemen. Let's hope it's, uh, let's hope it's a repeat of last year and we, uh, we get to celebrate come the next episode as well. But for all mm-hmm. American news, you guys, make sure you guys keep in, t- in touch with us. We'll keep you guys covered in regards to everything. Tomorrow, Piojo will have a, a press conference. He will most likely announce his starting 11, as he always does. And then uh, we'll, we'll get more of an idea, more of a basis of exactly what he's going to be trying to play against um, against Morelia. One last question, gentlemen, before we sign off. You guys think Castillo comes into this game and bags himself a goal? Uh, I think he comes in. I don't think he bags goal, though. Dylan? He bags an assist. He bags an assist. Nice. Ooh. I think he scores a goal. Okay. I think he scores yeah. a goal either. No, I think he scores a goal for both legs. I, I, I just, I see, I feel him. He's hungry. I really think he's hungry. Wow. That's going to be a headache for Piojo, then. It will definitely be a headache for Piojo. We'll see. A good, a good headache. headache. Good a headache. Good exactly. A good, a very good headache. All right, gentlemen, we've come to the end of this. Anything else you guys want to say in regards to this, uh, into this America game against Morelia or anything in regards to Las Aguilas before we sign off? No matter what happens Thursday, Ivan, um, just know that America is America and um, we, we will always find a way to get a result and to come back and to face adversity. So whatever happens on Thursday, don't lose hope because on Sunday we will win and we will progress to the final. I have 100% confidence in this team that they can make it to another final. Dylan? Just ready. I'm ready to rock and roll. Ready to get this thing, this show on the road. Alrighty, ready to go. And by the way, EA Sports has predicted another goal for America. It's two nil right now. So most likely that game's gonna end like that. And would you look at that? It's Sebastian Cordova scoring in the 83rd minute of the match. Anything else to point Ooh. in the right direction for me, right? Alrighty. I'm 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 gonna jot that down because if it does happen, then I'm gonna freak out. Honestly, 83rd. <laughs> Go to the bar. <laughs> you know the funniest thing is, I think they're just having a laugh at me because eighty three is my number. So, <laughs> and they know I'm go. not the biggest Cordova fan, but who knows? Uh, but like Christian said, uh, America has this responsibility to go and make it into the final. It would be a catastrophic event for America not to make it. So they need to salvage this season with making another final. And, uh, you know, like Christian said, uh, there's a reason why you're the El Mas Grande, why you hold all this responsibility, why you have so much uh, history behind you. Uh, and America needs to go out there and just win the game. And this is the way. This is the this way. Is the way. All righty. 
ladies and gentlemen, that is all for us tonight. You guys have yourself a wonderful night. We'll be with you guys shortly next week in regards to all things Las Aguas de la America. Follow us on Twitter at Resac America US and at Resac America underscore US for Instagram. And we'll keep you guys in touch and to date in all things Las Aguilas. Uh, no Lady Aguilas news in regards to this week. We'll keep you guys posted if we hear anything in regards to that department. But without any further ado, you guys have yourselves a wonderful evening. We'll talk to you guys soon. Uh, gentlemen, as always, it's been a pleasure. Christian, Dylan, thank you for coming out tonight. All right, time of the week, baby. All righty. Cowboy Dan. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. All righty, then. You guys just have, uh, like I said, a wonderful night. We'll see you guys very, very soon. And until next time, take care. And as always, Arriba la